Hey friends, welcome to Twirl Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Our hope here at Twirl Talk is that this is a place where you can come for wholehearted advice and encouragement in the midst of planning your wedding, but also for life far beyond that. This is a collection of really fun conversations with a variety of people, both in the wedding industry and outside of it, that simply want to come together and help you thrive the best that you can in every season of your life. So basically, this is like having life chats with your besties over a glass of wine and figuring out how not to lose your mind in the midst of all the crazy. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then sister, you're in good company here. Hello, friends. Hello, hello. (laughs) So we decided for season three, at the end of each month, we're just going to do a quick little um, recap, if you will. Um, We want to ask the same, we just thought it would be cool if we asked the same three questions once a month and just see how life rolls out but it also um kind of centers around our whole mission and um heart for twirl and everything that we do just this balance of joy and confidence and how they can go hand in hand and yeah it's gonna be our personal journal for yeah for our podcast <laughs> listen to all of them at the end of the right? year and be like oh wow things happened mm-hmm. so we kind of did a big uh, when was it last month, February, when we launched, we did a big recap. So a lot of it, um, I feel like a lot of what we have learned and we're learning in 2020 and in January, basically what I'm saying is we already did it for, uh, without knowing we were doing it when we did that first episode. Oh yeah. So now this is like our official ongoing, we'll keep 2021. Going. Yeah. So March, month by month, April, May, so on and so forth. So, um, and we just think, like, these are good questions to ask yourself. They're just good, reflective things to think about and help trigger, you know, you're like, oh, there were there were good things. Mm-hmm. Because I think as, yes, 2020 is over, but 2021 is still showing us that it's still, you know, we're still in a lot of what feels like COVID times, and they're hard. So, we just want to always be... Um, reminding ourselves and reminding others that joy can still be found in the midst of hard things. So, yes. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Time McBrayer. What? Question one. There's just three guys, so (laughs) buckle up. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, First question. What brought you joy this month? What brought me joy... (laughs) I asked Liz to repeat the questions like five times before we started recording. Um, Well, in the month of March, the other business that I have... um, (laughs) Hashtag serial entrepreneur. Yes. We have a third business with with my husband and um, business partners called Well Hello Gorge. And we fell in love with Red River Gorge last year and purchased a little cabin down there and it has been the most fun best little project for our Mm -hmm. families and it's just a place where we go to unplug and just have more intentional time with our kids and with our friends that um, travel 
with us down there and just spend time in nature. And it's been the biggest blessing. So Mm -hmm. we have a bigger dream to expand that more and give other families an opportunity to do the same thing with their families to go down and have a space to relax and feel loved and just reconnect with the people Mm -hmm. that you're with down there and spend time in nature. So we um, took a big leap of faith and purchased a lot in Red River Gorge. And we are going to start the building process um, in the next few months. We have to figure that part out. So when is that happening? Yes. um, Again, we are... We'll refer back to Amber Housley and when she told us move fast and break things. Mm -hmm. In real estate, you really do have to move fast. Yeah. So um, we closed on the lot on St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping that brings us a lot of luck and Mm -hmm. look forward to coming up with the plans for that next cabin. And this one is um, going to be on a little lake and it's really dreamy out there. So... That is what brought me joy, just thinking about um, that next project for our family. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's fun, too, to think about, you know, the episode before this, we talked a lot about having a why and why your why matters and all that stuff. And um, we didn't really get into, like, our personal whys Mm -hmm. completely, but um, I just love it because this business feeds so deeply into just the legacies you all want to build with your kids and your families, and it's been just really fun to Mm -hmm. see that. And we started the process Mm pre-COVID and um, closed on the the first cabin last year on February 25th, (laughs) not knowing what the world was about to hold, and it was just this really safe place for Mm -hmm. us during that time. And I think other people have caught on to that as well yeah. and really enjoy the comfort of a slower pace Yeah, that you find there. So, yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. What brought you joy, Elizabeth? What brought me joy? Um, well, when this airs, my um, one of my oldest friends, she's been one of my best friends since my senior year of high school, gets married this weekend and it has been she's been a friend of mine that obviously has been my friend for a very long time but she was also someone that we walked through singleness together for a really long time and so it's just a really really special wedding um we have just prayed for this marriage I mean, we didn't know the man we were praying for for all those years and her now husband is just above and beyond anything we could have ever prayed for. So, um, yeah, we're about to, when you hear this, we will have already celebrated that day, but it's, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. So in a couple days, we're going to celebrate their love and what the Lord has done. And, um, yeah, I'm super excited about that. Um, and we had, you know, we had our bachelorette this month. So it was just a fun month of celebrating and all that stuff. And I feel like uh, I also have been on a debt-free journey. For those that don't know, I mean, I haven't been like that public about it. But um, I moved back in with my parents the week of Christmas um, to tackle the small amount of debt that I had. It was just enough to be annoying and... Um, 
and it wasn't. <laughs> Somebody asked me, they were like, oh, was it student loan? I was like, nope. Mm-mm. COVID Sh- shopping. Straight, straight credit card debt. Um, it wasn't totally COVID. <laughs> it was not COVID. It was other stuff. But, um, yeah, and so I had a just a couple thousand dollars in debt, but it was, you know, unless I got really aggressive about it, it was going to hold me back from doing a lot of things that I wanted to do, like save for a house and all that stuff. So I just kind of bit the, bit the bullet and moved back in with mom and dad. And within three months I am debt free. So now we get to start the saving process for a house, which is intimidating, but, and like literally starting from zero. So um, that will be fun, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it feels very liberating and, um, I'm just really thankful for the people that have supported me and championed this, this season. It's been hard and weird, you know, I'll be 30 in August and I did not think, uh, living at home with my parents would be, <laughs> uh, where I would be in the season leading up to that. But, uh, it's it's all for good purpose and it's been sweet yeah, time. And it'll with make it fam. even even sweeter when you are thirty and you get to buy your yeah. own home. Yeah, exactly. So and that kind of leads into our next question is what was something that made you feel confident or helped you feel confident this month? And I think for me it is it's that. Like mm-hmm. having um it's kind of this like weird catch twenty two of like I feel not confident because I'm, you know, had to, I feel like I'm coming from a place of financial insecurity and feeling like, oh my gosh, like I'm so insecure about how I wasn't stewarding my finances well. And I feel like I should have this much saved or I shouldn't have ever had, like, I just feel like there's a lot of shame that can happen around finances and money and it doesn't have to be that way. Um, and I think I just, I, I am learning that now and I'm eradicating that shame and I'm letting people, I feel like money is such a touchy subject and it really shouldn't be. And I um, have just kind of like let my walls down and let really wise people into my life to help me um, just have a strong foundation of how to steward my money well and it's been really vulnerable but um it's making me feel really I have a lot of ways to go to feel really confident in how to manage my money and um all that and I think as a not to harp on me being single but I think as a single woman like um it can kind of feel like you're on your own for a lot of it but the beauty is like you can have people on your team and in your corner you just have to let them in Mm -hmm. um and so that's been a really beautiful process of um helping me feel confident financially but also in that helping me feel confident in that I'm not alone and I think it would be really easy to to feel that way and that's a choice. That's a choice that you make to choose isolation or to choose to let people in. And, um, yeah, just confidence comes from letting people love you and take care of you even when it's uncomfortable. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's what's, it's been a very uncomfortable process, but it's the fruit of that labor is 
showing to be very beautiful. So I'm thankful for that. Yes. Proud of you for doing that. Thanks. Thanks for all your help. Mm-hmm. Getting me there. What, um, help, what help do you feel confident this month? Oh, I just totally blanked on what I had thought about <laughs> earlier. Um, what helped me feel confident? Well, my girls have been back in school this mm-hmm. month. Yeah. And Praise the Lord. It, it was a bit of a challenge to get everybody back in a routine for like the 27th <laughs> time in a year. Yeah. But... Um, <clears throat> Making sure my girls have a solid routine in the mornings to start their day well. Mm-hmm. My youngest has a really hard time. She doesn't Sweet want girl. to go to school. Like, she would stay home with me all the time if she could. She would crawl back up in the womb if she could. Yeah, she would. <laughs> um, but So that's been challenging to to help her feel confident in the fact that she's going to school Mm -hmm. and she's making friends and she's doing the right thing. Well, what we know is the right thing when she has felt so challenged by it. But, um, but just building that strong routine in the mornings to make sure that they start the day feeling confident and loved and not rushed. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's been my biggest thing trying to get them in a routine again and myself in a routine again. But, I just feel like it's so important for people in general to have a good, solid morning routine that makes you feel like you're going to start the day and you can do it confidently. Mm -hmm. So seeing my girls be confident in going to school and feeling loved and supported and um, that they they can rely on us. That's been important to me this past month, and I feel confident that I'm I'm doing it right for mm-hmm. the most part. Now, there's some mornings <laughs> where I'm, like, sending them out the door, and I'm not really sure if they had shoes on or not, but um, like you're it's out. fine. <laughs> but it builds character. But Audrey has gone to school the past, like, four or five days without crying, and Yay. that has made me feel confident that... that I'm doing something right. Right. Yeah. Um, and making her feel strong mm-hmm. and loved in the mornings That's and sweet. all the time, but especially in the mornings to start mm-hmm. the day, start yeah. the day fresh. Yeah. That's so good. So that's given me confidence that, you know, I'm doing something right <laughs> You're for my a good kids. mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, It'll all fall apart tomorrow, I'm sure. But. Oh, yeah. Knock on some freaking wood, but, you know, whatever. But that's. That's it for now. Yeah. I love that, though, because I feel like that's such a tangible takeaway for any person. Mm-hmm. It's like when you create stability in your life and structure, like mm-hmm. everyone, whether you're two months old and you need the structure of a, you know, sleep routine or you're like 80 years old and you need routine of like, okay, I'm going to wake up, get my coffee, take my pill. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you start your day off right and... There's beauty in the simplicity of it. Yeah. And that's what I've I've reminded myself mm-hmm. of. Like, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. No. But I'm not fixing, like, a four-course breakfast every morning. Dang it. But I've got a routine that mm-hmm. they know what to expect, and that helps them start the day strong. Yeah. And starts helps, helps me start the too. day strong. Yeah. Yeah. So. She, she's also been working out at 530, like a crazy human. Yes, but it also gets but that me helps. up. It helps. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been getting up at four, 
and it's making me a little crazy on some <laughs> afternoons, but it does help me get up and start my own mm-hmm. blood pumping before I have to motivate them to get up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. It's new new morning routines for everyone. That's good. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, what brought us joy? What helped us feel confident? And the last one is, what are we learning? What are we learning? What are we learning? Um, I have a few things that I'm Tell learning. Tell us. Tell us what you're we'll learning. stick with one for now. Oh, you going to save the others first? I'll save the others. Okay. Yeah. I need to write them down or I'll forget. <laughs> right. Um, I'm learn. I'm currently reading a book by the co-founder of Blackberry Farm. If you're not familiar with Blackberry Farm, um, it is a beautiful five-star hotel mm-hmm. in East Tennessee, mm-hmm. and it is family-owned. It's been around since the '70s, and I had the amazing opportunity to travel there a few weeks ago with my best friend for a little belated birthday getaway, and the hospitality and service there were just beyond anything I've ever experienced, so I wanted to dig deeper into their why Mm -hmm. and really understand more about where they started and where they came from, so I'm reading... um, a book by the co-founder. Her name is Chris Bell, and the book is called "The Big oh, Big oh. Blue Mountains of God." I'm gonna butcher it. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to add that in the notes. Um, oh, hold on. I'll yeah. Keep going, and I'll. So, look it up. so I'm reading that and reading her story about the hospitality and just she came from a place of where her home, her home growing up was beautiful, but it wasn't filled with love. And her grandmother's house was always filled with love and welcoming and just that hospitality that everyone craves. And she wanted to create a space with her husband where they could grow as a family and um, make everyone feel welcomed Mm -hmm. and have delicious food and have this service that's just beyond anything you could ever imagine. So I'm digging into that to incorporate it into our own business mm-hmm. and in my own home. Yeah. Um, one, one of the picture, one of the screenshots that I sent Liz <laughs> was about creating a tablescape and how that's cool. that you might think of that as just something pretty to post mm-hmm. on Instagram, but Creating that table space and that place to welcome your friends and family to sit at a table together to enjoy a meal Mm -hmm. is about the blessing of having these people to gather with and welcome them at your table and share a meal with and break bread Mm -hmm. with. And it doesn't have to be fancy as long Mm -hmm. as you take the time to make it special for them. But the intention is there. But the intention is Mm -hmm. there. And that just spoke volumes to me mm-hmm. um, with creating our our gorge business mm-hmm. and yeah. with serving clients here at Twirl and our clients for Refined and mm-hmm. just friends and family. Yeah. So I'm digging into that and just really trying to put into words the love of hospitality and mm-hmm. the love of gathering people together. Yeah. The great Blue Hills of... 
The Great Blue Hills of God by Chris Bell. Mm-hmm. So that is the yeah. book, and I'm only about halfway through it right now, and I'll give you a recap when I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> book club to come. Book club 3.0. And I feel like I've read half of it already because she'll just send me screenshots. Yeah. of right. like, oh my gosh, this, this, and it, it, it's all really good. Yeah, but it's like it's any, really cool. any team meeting we've had or any, she's like, guys, this book, this book. So when, Ty, when Ty's excited about something, you know, mm-hmm. which is great. I love it's it. True. So um, that is my, what I'm mm-hmm. learning currently. I love that. I think that's amazing. Uh, what am I learning right now? What was I learning? Said oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I feel like uh, it's been a perpetual, I'm always learning this. Like, it's just kind of, kind of unfortunately been the anthem of my life since, like, late 2019. But just that you can hold joy and suffering or sorrow, um hand in hand it can be a both and situation even if you don't want it to be but um just a very tangible example I friends of mine so what is today Tuesday Monday yesterday um hopefully at this point we'll have it'll be good reports but um to keep it kind of vague um I woke up to a um alert on my phone at 8.30 yesterday morning <clears throat> to friends of mine being radically generous to me um, to help me get out of debt. And I was like, what in the actual world just happened? Um, like radically generous. And so my day started out like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I literally feel like someone just showed up to my house with one of those big checks and was like, you won this. <laughs> um, so I was just blown away and it was so, so sweet. And then, so that was 8.30 in the morning. Then around like 12, you know, four hours later, I get a call, um, that we had a family emergency. And, um, then I spent, uh, the majority of the day in the ER with my family and we're still in the midst of that. So hopefully by the time this airs, it'll all be fine but it just was one of those days that you're like oh my god how can such like polarizing things happen in the summation of a few hours um and it just took me back like the day um if you don't know my my parents uh in late 2019 got diagnosed with cancer a month apart and the day that my dad was diagnosed my best friend had her first child And then the day my mom was diagnosed, Ty and I were over living our best lives in London, England on like the trip of a freaking lifetime. And so that was kind of this, like, that was the starting point, which there, again, this has kind of been the theme of my life, um, which sounds really melancholy and depressing, but like, it's not, um, but I think it's just, sorry, if you feel, uh, customers just came upstairs if you hear them, sorry. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's my ongoing, I think it can be really easy for us to, when, when the hard things happen to get, um, really low. And I think there's space for that to like grieve and feel the feelings and all of that stuff. But I think we also have to look for joy to be found. I think that was something 2020 taught people and maybe the, for the first time ever of like, oh my gosh, where is joy in the midst of so much pain? Um, but also just 
it's there. It's always there. Um, and sometimes we want to look for it and sometimes we don't because we just want to be sad or mad or whatever. Um, but you have, you have to seek the joy and I, yeah. So just learning that it's, it's a both and situation, but I think we, our character is built to be stronger and braver and bolder and kinder, um, through all of those things as well. Um, I think empathy is something that needs to be like the heart song of humanity. And when we can kind of have that perspective of joy and sorrow can coexist, um, it amplifies empathy, um, and breeds compassion for people of like, you just never know someone's story, but you could be the source of joy for that person that day. Um, in the midst of their pain or whatever it may be. So yeah, sorry, got a little heavy, but I don't know. That's <laughs> what's new. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm learning is just the power of, of, of acknowledging the coexistence of that, but also the beauty and the way that it can breed compassion and empathy and, and kindness for ourselves. Like, taking care of ourselves, but also, um, caring for others as they walk through whatever it may be that they're walking through too. So, um, yeah. Good job. Good job. That is what I'm learning. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, but if you have any comments or things that you're learning, we would love to hear that Yeah. as well. Send yeah. us an email or... Leave them in the comments. comments. Yeah, we would love it. Mm -hmm. Right? You can put it in your review, you know, if you leave Mm -hmm. one of those. (laughs) Um, But yeah, friends, thanks for uh, listening. We hope that, if nothing else, it just felt like you were sitting down with some friends talking about life because that's, at the end of the day, what we want this podcast to be. Yes, we want it to be a space of um, advice and, like, tangible takeaways, but also just that you've got two friends, two women that get you and get what it's like to be. Call your, call your bestie up and ask them these right? questions. You should. Or take them to coffee. Take or... them to, yeah, go, go have a drink, whether that be coffee, tea, cocktail, whatever. And they're just good questions to ask people. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they're not overly complex, but the answers can be really insightful into how a person is holding up. So what brought you joy? What helped you feel confident and what are you learning? So we'll be back next month. See if our answers have changed. (laughs) Um, But thanks for listening, guys. We love you. We hope you had a great March and we'll be back in April with some more fun conversations. Bye. (laughs)